precious actions of which human nature is capable, the truly golden and priceless deeds that are the jewels of history, the salt of life. And it is a chain of golden deeds that we seek to lay before our readers. But ere entering upon them, perhaps we had better clearly understand what it is that, to our mind, constitutes a golden deed. It is not mere hardihood. There was plenty of hardihood in Pizarro when he led his men through terrible hardships to attack the Empire of Peru, but he was actuated by mere greediness for gain, and all the perils he so resolutely endured could not make his courage admirable. It was nothing but insensibility to danger when set against the wealth and power that he coveted, and to which he sacrificed thousands of helpless Peruvians. Daring, for the sake of plunder, has been found in every robber, every pirate, and too often in all the lower grade of warriors, from the savage plunderer of a besieged town up to the reckless monarch making war to feed his own ambition. There is a courage that breaks out in bravado, the exuberance of high spirits, delighting in defying peril for its own sake, not indeed producing deeds which deserve to be called golden, but which, from their heedless grace, their desperation, and absence of all base motives, except perhaps vanity, have an undeniable charm about them, even when we doubt the right of exposing a life in more gaiety of heart. Such was the gallantry of the Spanish knight who, while Fernando and Isabel lay before the Moorish city of Granada, galloped out of the camp in full view of the besiegers and besieged, and fastened to the gate of the city with his dagger, a copy of the Ave Maria. It was a wildly brave action, and yet not without service in showing the dauntless spirit of the Christian army. But the same can hardly be said of the daring shown by the Emperor Maximilian when he displayed himself to the citizens of Ulm upon the topmost pinnacle of their cathedral spire, or of Alonso de Ojeda, who figured in the like manner upon the tower of the Spanish cathedral. The same daring afterwards carried him in the track of Columbus, and there he stained his name with the usual blots of rapacity and cruelty. These deeds, if not tinsel, were little better than gold leaf. A golden deed must be something more than the mere display of fearlessness. Grave and resolute fulfilment of duty is required to give it the true weight. Such duty kept the sentinel at his post at the gate of Pompeii, even when the stifling dust of ashes came thicker and thicker from the volcano, and the liquid mud streamed down, and the people fled and struggled on, and still the sentry stood at his post, unflinching, till death had stiffened his limbs, and his bones and their helmet and breastplate, with the hands still raised to keep the suffocating dust from mouth and nose, have remained even till our own times— to show how a Roman soldier did his duty. In like manner, the last of the old Spanish infantry, originally formed by the great captain Gonzalo de Cordova, were all cut off, standing fast to a man at the Battle of Rocroy in 1643, not one man breaking his rank. The whole regiment was found lying in regular order upon the field of battle, with their colonel, the old Count de Fuentes, at the head, expiring in a chair in which he had been carried because he was too infirm to walk, 
to this his twentieth battle. The conqueror, the high-spirited young Duke of Donguin, afterwards Prince of Condé, exclaimed, Were I not a victor, I should have wished thus to die, and preserved the chair among the relics of the bravest of his own fellow countrymen. Such obedience at all costs and all risks is, however, the very essence of a soldier's life. An army could not exist without it, a ship could not sail without it, and millions upon millions of those whose bones are dust and good swords are rust have shown such resolution. It is the solid material, but it is hardly the exceptional brightness of a golden deed. And yet, perhaps, it is one of the most remarkable characteristics of a golden deed that the doer of it is certain to feel it merely a duty. I have done that.